Doctor Who Fan Podcast, episode number 17. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Doctor Who Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about our Doctor Who marathon we had this weekend. We are. Four episodes. Four episodes. Midnight, Turn Left, The Stolen Earth, and The Journey's End. And some Doctor Who news that's not so happy. Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie. You hear my whimpering, right? I do hear your whimpering. And how are we going to do this? How are we going to talk about this news without it? I mean, is really, I mean, is is it spoilerish to know anything about the future of Doctor Who casting? Uh, are there people who really don't know? I mean, I don't know. Okay, so we'll. I'll tell you what we'll do is we'll, we'll just save it for the end. We'll save it for the end, and uh, and 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 that's all we'll say. Mm-hmm. And if you want to listen, you can. And if you don't, you can turn it off. It'd be really hard. Okay. All right. What? It'll be really hard. It's going to be really hard for me to talk about Doctor Who and not talk about. How about we just give a spoiler warning now? Spoiler warning. And say. Maybe mentioned throughout this episode. Okay. And just tell people, listen, if you're one of those people who do not like to hear spoiler information, then then don't listen to this episode. Is that what you want to say? I don't know. Because now we know what to say. I don't know what to say. Because we we need to make that decision now. I think most now. people know that it's coming. Yeah. So let's go ahead and just say that. Just I, say it. Say, say so. It. So if you don't, okay, if you don't want to know about the future of the casting of Doctor Who, then don't listen to this episode. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because we may talk about future cast members. We may. In this episode. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So I have to start off saying, okay, I totally enjoyed our Doctor Who marathon this weekend. We watched one episode with the kids on Friday night after mm-hmm. the dreaded task of trick-or-treating, oh, which whatever. I so tried to get out of and somehow got sucked into. And uh, so we had a fun time. We watched, mid- It was. it's called Midnight, right? That was the name of the episode? Right. Okay. And so we watched that one on Friday night, had a great time with the kids, and then this afternoon watched the the three-part finale. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun. And I have to say that part of it was ruined for me. Okay, explain to me what was ruined for you. Part of it was ruined for me because a year ago... Yes. Well, not a whole year ago, but when these aired, when these aired... It was just a couple of months ago. Whenever. Someone on Twitter spoiled the fact that they were getting rid of Donna. Really? So I knew that this entire season. Okay. That we've watched this season. I knew that by the end, something was going to happen to Donna. Okay. And that kind of took some away from me. Really? It did. Okay. So just have to get that off my chest. Now- if you watch television... Any television, keep it off Twitter, please. Exactly. I've had some very close friends recently talking about other shows on there, and I'm like, I now have to avoid Twitter on certain nights of the week. Mm-hmm. 
because they're twittering be- all about what's going twittering on twittering and arguing about what's going on and i'm like stop it people yeah, that that's not so, fun. That's no, not it's fun. A, so th- I mean that was a that was a real letdown for me. I I kind of knew that, that was coming, and right. I didn't know how. I didn't know in what way, but I knew the end of Donna was coming. Well, since we're here to talk about all four episodes, okay. and, and just briefly, since we're on the subject, and and it kind of feel awkward to stop the conversation here and then bring it up later in the show after you know all the initial passion of the conversation is gone. So, Stephanie, I'd like to ask, how do you th- feel about how they wrote her off the show? I mean, was I'm it, glad was it they didn't you- kill her. Exactly. I'm very glad that they did not kill her. Um, especially with through the whole episode, he was saying that someone has to die. The um, And Rose, what, even. Uh, like Dalek. Um, the Daleks. Dalek Khan. Is that what? Oh, gosh. I think so. Whatever. Anyway, the creepy guy who my kids couldn't look at because he was so disgusting. Um, even when they were all getting back on the TARDIS after they had they had won, um, he said, someone still has to die. And um, so. So what? I'm glad they didn't kill her. Gotcha. But I'm going to take a break for just a second from the Doctor Who talk okay to, we're, we're recording this live in front of an internet audience and so um a friend of mine in the chat room is thinks that because i'm not saying who spoiled the information that it's them uh-huh and i have to say the doctor who information did not come from you but um some other information this past week did <laughs> so um, from about doctor who uh, no oh, okay. about a different show oh, okay and so anyway one was you, but not Doctor Who, and so that I can handle. But um, it, it was hard to watch this whole season, knowing the that entire Donna was season, go. knowing that by the end Donna was going to go. Well, you know, see, that wouldn't bother me too bad because I would have been expecting that they were going to quote unquote kill her off or something. It, 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 that would have been, especially knowing that I, I don't know that I would have anticipated that. I think that I would have anticipated like most of the doctor's companions that they just leave her behind. But then with all of the talk about, you know, somebody must die, blah, blah, blah. Right. I thought for sure she was going to die at the end of this episode. And so that, so that rumor uh, that you overheard, I think that would have been, you know, it would have actually played into the suspense. Right. But the fact that they, they, they brought her or they left her with taking her memory and, and, and the fact that she was, Donna Noble. Right. You know, that she she wasn't just a temp from Cheswick, you know? She was the best temp from Cheswick. Yes. And oh, I tell you, I love the fact that she was the Dr. Donna. She, she was it. The Dr. Donna. The, the Ood, Ood foreseen. The yes. Ood foreseen it. That was that was amazing. That really was. And that people around the world will be talking about Donna, Donna. Noble. Mm-hmm. And that no that, one will ever forget and that all not even around the world and that all around the, the universe. Yeah, that's what I meant. In parallel universes. Exactly. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Brilliant writing. And but I was going to be with you forever. I know. <laughs> Poor doctor. So <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was pretty bad. It was like I loved when um, well, let's start with midnight. 
Okay, because let's it go. was an equally great episode. <laughs> let's turn this baby around. Oh, I, there's going to be a lot of talk about about the finale. It was fabulous, but um, I don't want to leave Midnight out. Yeah, in, Midnight in was that. a good episode. It, it was a great episode. You know, um, alone. Right. So I really liked the Donna got to finally go to a planet and, and just relax. relax. How cool was that? I don't think I know a single episode uh, where uh, where, where a some... companion has been able to relax. Exactly. Yeah. So that was really cool, which prepared her for what was to come. Exactly. And uh, so that was really cool. I really liked the idea of taking the shuttle and not being able to see. That would creep me yeah. out. Creep me out. But the whole the whole repeating. Oh, that was brilliant. And learning and so that was brilliant. And so it was a great it was a great episode. And what I I loved how their fear was actually helping it learn quicker. Okay. Because the more scared they were, they were stop it, stop you know, they were arguing back and forth and it was just soaking it all up. Yeah. The, you know, it was you can only call it it because they never say what it was. Right. So it was definitely a new life form and stuff like that. But uh, yeah. I, I want to go see a waterfall man. Staff, sapphires. Yeah. Isn't that what he was going to see? I think so. Yeah. And of course, Rose appeared once again mm-hmm. on the TV screen, as we've been told is in I would every single episode. I'd love to go back and watch every episode and find where Rose is. Exactly. I that would. would be awesome. So, okay, that that's really, I mean, it was a brilliant episode um, on its own. I don't, I didn't want to leave it out. Is there yeah, anything? Yeah, I, I, no, I, I mean. But re- now, because we didn't record on it yeah, I f- by I, itself, I feel like it's going to be. Right. Well, um, I'll tell you what, I think I might have, let me see if I do have some feedback for just that episode. What's the word? Overshadowed? Uh, really bad news. If you haven't heard already, we'll read that later. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Hi, Cliff. Just a little feedback on the show. Um, that's not the one. Hannah V. She sent me two. I had a problem with Midnight. Okay, here. Read this from Hannah V. That's okay. about Midnight. All right. I had so, a problem. Oh, go ahead. What? This I love it. It's like Doctor Who fan podcast. Don't open until after you've watched episode 13, the last episode. Go ahead. <laughs> That it's in capitals. That's great. Yeah, and it's bold. awesome. Um, all right. I had a problem with Midnight because it was um, freaky, but it was vague. I thought that it was sad about the attendant, how they didn't even know her name. But overall, I thought there wasn't a storyline and it was cheap. The majority of the episode was arguing. Now that I've now that I've had a good moan, I would like to say that in previous episodes, Cliff has said that all the companions are from the same, in quotations, place in London. I'm not usually picky about particular about particular bit of information, but Martha and Rose are from London, but their accents are very different, and I know for a fact that Donna is from Cheswick. Yes, another part of London. Um, David Tennant, the doctor, is actually Scottish. Oh, my goodness. And we're going to hear his accent like never before. Later, we are. Oh, my goodness. It was great. Um, Okay, is actually Scottish and is performing in William Shakespeare's play Hamlet, which means... Are you ready? Yes. Most people know this. 
which means no more Doctor Who until 2010. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but four specials per year, which there'll be four specials in 2009. Okay. Is what I've heard, right? I, four, at least four specials at is what I've heard. At least four specials until the new There'll be the two Christmas specials for sure. There'll be the Christmas special here in December of yes. 08. There'll be a Christmas special in December 09. And probably two specials in between, in between somewhere. There somewhere. Okay. So, um, Catherine Tate. Oh, they're saying four plus. Four plus the Christmas special in 2009. Okay. So, for a total of five. Plus, Episode. we'll still get one more this year. Right. Oh, very, very cool. cool. That makes I my like day. that. We said that at the same time. Um, Catherine Tate, Donna Noble, is actually a famous English comedian. For Am I Bothered? Who is famous for Lauren, uh, a teenage girl with a catchphrase, Am I Bothered? Which is so great. Yes. Um, saw a skit with her playing that. And if you haven't, with you should, David Tennant. We yeah. played that on this podcast once. Oh, did we? I'm pretty okay. sure. Anyway, if you haven't seen or heard that, you should really try to find it. Um, Rose Remember is, he played the English teacher? Yes. <laughs> Are you the doctor? <laughs> doctor who? Uh, anyway, I'm not even going to try to pretend that my accent is any close to right. Um, Rose has actually sneaked into every episode. Watch out for her. I can't even spot her in some of them, but she is there hidden. Uh, Billy Piper, Rose Tyler, has been in a movie and a TV program. However, Freema... Agman? 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 Okay, Martha Jones. Um, hasn't been in any other released movies or TV programs since she left Doctor Who that I know of. Um, Russell T. Davies is leaving, which I find sad because he is a fantastic writer, but um, is it Stephen Moffat uh-huh. is good too. Your Doctor Who crazy friend, Hannah B. All right. Here's um, there's P.S. Oh, P.S. Oh, P.S. There's another email coming for you, but you must not open it until you watch the last episode of the season Otherwise, it will be a spoiler for you. Okay, so we'll, I love Hannah. we're going to save that for last. Now, check this out. We I love Hannah V. Can She's I just so say, cool. yeah. how old is Hannah V? Do you remember? 12, I think. She's 12 years old. Yeah. She, she, for, for those of you who don't know, Hannah V is from the UK, obviously. And uh, she, has, she found us, I think, through the Hannah Montana fan yeah. podcast. And if you haven't heard the Hannah Montana fan podcast, well, trust me, I don't, I don't blame you. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> just me and my daughter hanging out after watching the shows. No, seriously, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. But Hannah V is a very talented woman, a young woman, and she told us of her love for music. And she is, um, for her, was it Christmas last year? I think it's for Christmas or well, for her birthday. It was for her birthday. For her birthday. Do you know what she asked for for her birthday? I do, but they might she not. Wanted, she, for her birthday, wanted to become a GSPN.TV Plus member. And she And did. so she is a 12-year-old yeah, 12 year old GSPN.TV Plus member. But not only that, but she wrote the theme song for the Hannah Montana Fan Podcast, which sounds like this. The father of Megan's a child, and they'll just let themselves go completely wild. Oh, yeah, uh huh. Hannah Montana Anyway, so that is. That is, uh, that is Hannah V. Yeah. And Hannah V loves to send us emails. And I love to, she I, does. I love to get emails from you, Hannah, so continue to send those in. Stephanie, why don't you read her next email? Okay. Go ahead. You're well, re- you- well, no, the first paragraph I've read already. Oh, okay. 
Oh, is it the same thing? It probably is. Well, here. Well, it's not the exact same thing, but one paragraph is. I'll I'll read it if you want. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. David Tennant, the doctor, is actually Scottish and is performing in William Shakespeare's play Hamlet, which means no more Doctor Who until 2010, but four specials per year. Uh, Okay, David Tennant's real... This is new. David Tennant's real name is David McDonald, uh, but had to change his name due to another actor named David McDonald. Catherine Tate, Donna Noble, is actually a famous English comedian who is famous for Lauren, a teenage girl, with the catchphrase, Am I Bothered? Uh, Rose is actually sneaked into every episode. Watch out for her. I can't even spot... Uh, can't even spot her in some of them, but she is there hidden. Billy Piper, Rose Tyler has been in a movie and a TV program. However, um, Freema Edgeman, Martha Jones, hasn't been in any other released movies or TV programs since she left Doctor Who that I know of. Uh, Russell T. Davies is leaving. Wait, with, I mean, are you going to read the whole thing over again? Well, or is there not, something more that's hold on, new? I, I don't know. You oh. wouldn't let me read ahead. <laughs> I think we got the new information. Okay. Um... So his name is not David Tennant. David, no, David, David McDonald. McDonald. Yeah. Wow, that he that that's different. Okay, this part is new, but if I read here, yeah, go ahead. Okay, here's the bad news. Yes, we have, and what I'm going to and, and this is from her email, not from me. Here's right. the bad news. David Tennant announced at the TV Choice Awards that he is leaving Doctor Who. He said, "I do not want to outstay my welcome." And if I don't leave now, then they will have to, they will have to prize the TARDIS key from my cold dead hand. <laughs> They'll have to pry the TARDIS key from my cold dead hand. All right. That's um, an awesome statement, by is. the way. Um, on the 30th of October, it was reported in the newspapers, on the news, on the radio, and various other places. He will be leaving early 2010 after shooting the specials for 2009 it is probably going to cause a lot of upset since david Tennant was voted the favorite doctor even over even over the all-time favorite tom baker uh, i think that is all but i will try to update soon hannah Very and then cool. if you didn't know astrid um the companion from the 2007 christmas special is an anagram for tardis awesome and stephanie will you read this one i will this one from hannah too i i don't know is it it is. Okay. Is it, uh, is it same, the same thing? It was is announced it? on the 30th of okay. October. Then, then, I'm David's sorry. leaving. I'm just um, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Um, he, he says it's time to move on. Um, your sad continental friend, Hannah B. All right. Well, I, I didn't realize. I'm just looking at. P.S. Despite what I said in the email, which you are not to read until after the 13th episode, you can read that email now. Okay, go ahead and read this one. This is from somebody new. This is from Mark. It's the same information, but I just want to make sure that we're we're getting all the all, right. all the details that have come in surrounding this. All right, dear Cliff and Steph, it's Mark from Manchester, England. I have some really bad news. If you have not already heard, David Tennant is leaving Doctor Who at the end of the 2009 Christmas special, so he will do the Christmas and then four. Uh, and then four one-off four. specials. Yeah, four one-off specials. Okay. All right. Sorry. 
And that when is it something I hear from. In I hear 2010, that. What? It, it, people have talked about one off. Like, you know, it, it's it's like a phrase okay. that they use. It, it, it's like a British phrase. Or, well, I'm sorry. I'm not British and yeah. I've never heard it before. So yeah. I was confused. Well, pe- people always have talked about, you know, hey, can but I make a. I love a, the way they talk. I really wish I they, could. Talk. They want to say, you know, I've always heard it. The first place I ever heard it, that people were talking about making one off donations. Okay. It's like one off. What's that mean? It's like, the, so yeah. Like, like a standalone. Yeah. Yeah. Single, okay. standalone. Exactly. I really, I love the phrases they use. I love the words they use. I really wish I could speak it. Anyway, um, and when it returns in 2010, it will be with a new doctor. That's right. And I think we have a name in this one, don't we? Yes, we do. As for this Christmas, Mark Morrissey will be playing the other doctor. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but hey, look on the bright side. We will have a regeneration and one last thing in your see, and one last thing in your last podcast, you wondered why the doctor's daughter didn't change. It's because she didn't regenerate the orb that brought life to the planet, uh, brought her back to life. Okay, that's all. Speak to you guys soon. Mark. Mark. Okay, so he's saying in the doctor's daughter that she did not die and regenerate, but instead the orb brought her back to life. All right. Very cool. Very cool. So what is it? Mark Morrissey or what? Mark Morrissey. Mark yeah. Morrissey. And M-O-R-R-I-S-S-E-Y. I could not find anything on this guy online. Nothing. So if anybody has anything, email me a link mm-hmm. to some stories. I'd love to read up on the the next doctor. Um, and of course, I do want to play a little bit of an interview that was done with David McDonald. <laughs> or David Tennant. Tennant. I know. And Our kids were really sad tonight to find out that. That yeah, that he's leaving. Yes. And so, okay. Oh, no, because we had talked about it. Um, well, I think we've talked about it on every episode this of of this season that we've recorded. How sad it is going to be. You know, the end is coming for for David Tennant as the Doctor, and how he is my Doctor, and he is my my kids' Doctor, just as Tom Baker is yours. It is Tom Baker, right? Who was your favorite Doctor? Oh yeah, yeah, Tom Baker. Okay, and not Tom the Baker, Tom Baker. <laughs> I I just heard myself, and it sounded like I said Tom the Baker. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, go ahead. But anyway, so just just as Tom Baker is your your doctor, um, David Tennant is mine, and our kids' doctor. That's just the way it is, and so it's going to be sad. And they they were really sad. They're yeah. like, no, he's the doctor. <laughs> so. Anyway, that's I yeah we'll, we'll get back, we'll get back to talking about the finale in just a little bit. But since we're on the topic of all this feedback regarding the doctor, is uh, an interview that I recorded. It's a it's four minutes long, but it's well worth it. And th- you know when we're watching Doctor Who, you don't hear the Scottish accent. Oh, not at all. Too bad. I mean, you, you do because you I do because I I I know it's his real Scottish accent, but right. but it doesn't come out. All that much. Right. Well, I don't think you can hear it unless you, on the show, unless you've heard it right. like you're about to. Okay. Does yeah. that make sense? So take a listen to this. This is certainly a man who is from Scotland. I think when I, when I first started back in 2005, I always thought that if it worked out, three years would be about the right time, the right amount of time to do three years, three series. Um which I did and I loved and I had a great time. And then, then there was the possibility of doing a few more, doing a few specials, which will see us through next year. So that was sort of too hard to turn down, really. Um, 
And then, you know, I just had to start thinking about was this the right time to move on? And Russell T. Davis is, is leaving and Julie Gardner, the executive producer, are leaving. And my, my connection to the show had always been very linked to them. We did Casanova together, which um, was a BBC drama that really led to me doing Doctor Who. So it, that became a kind of natural stepping off point for me. Um, what, be what became very difficult is then when it was announced that Stephen Moffat was, was taking over. Uh, as the showrunner on Doctor Who, because I'm such a fan of his. He's such a great writer. He's written such amazing stories for me um, in Doctor Who already um, that the prospect of hanging around for a while and, and uh, enjoying working with him on it was was sorely tempting and very nearly changed my mind again. But I thought, no, hang on. This is what I always this is what I always thought I would do. This this feels about right. Um, and and the show's doing well, and 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 people seem to like it. And I think it's better to. Uh, Better to go when there's a chance that people might miss you than to hang around and outstay your welcome, I think. So what's your message to fans about all this? Well, do you know, I remember when I, when I was a kid and, and I loved Doctor Who and grew up with it, for me, the most exciting time was when the Doctor changed, you know, because suddenly this hero who can never die, you know he's going to die, you know he's on his way out, you know something terrible is going to happen, it's very exciting, and then you've got this whole new character to look forward to and wonder about and it's it's very exciting and it's part of what makes Doctor Who so great the fact that it can renew itself and that that that, that it kind of lives off that rejuvenation both in story terms and, and in terms of the program itself so um I think it's exciting I'm excited as a viewer to see what happens next has Russell T Davis given you any hints about your exit or any final lines you might be saying no he hasn't I do not know what he's thinking about I don't even know what, what we're doing for the, the first special yet um so uh I, I, I hope he's thinking about it long and hard, but I don't know what it's going to be. But Russell being Russell, it will be, I'm sure it will be a send-off to be proud. What are your memories of the last three and a half years of Doctor Who? Oh, it's been the most extraordinary time. It's been a, a, a bewildering, life-changing uh, time. Very exciting and just so much fun. It's such a great show to work on. Um, and again, I think that's one of the reasons I think it's, it's right to take a sort of deep breath and and bow out when it's still fun, when it's a novelty, when it still feels like something. It, it needs, I think, Doctor Who needs an energy and an enthusiasm. Um, and I think to serve it properly, that's you, you've got to be, you, you've got to be full of excitement about it, which I still am. And I, I don't want to, I don't want it ever to feel like a job. So I want, you know, I want to move on when it still feels exciting and new and fresh. And and uh, that, that means I'll miss it. You know, I'm not. You know, in, in, in some ways, I could go on forever, really. You know, it, it would be very easy to still be here when I'm 42 and, and uh, people are going, how long is he staying for? So, um, it, 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 you know, it, it's been the most fantastic time working on this show and I, I will have such great memories and um, all the people who work on the show down in Cardiff, the enthusiasm that everyone has for it and the, the, the lack of cynicism on set, you know, it's, that's, that's remarkably rare in television and uh, it's been a real pleasure to be involved with. And I'm just, I, you know, I'm, glad, I'm delighted I've got another year to go, you know, I'll be, I'll be eating it up all the more now. Oh, man. On the set, <laughs> for, for, for it too. I love it. Which was the greatest because uh, he talks about being on there forever and then he says when he's 42. Yeah. So I, I tell you, I, it's going to be so sad. And we conversation in the chat room, you know, is is wow. I mean, he embodies the doctor. He does. He really does. Especially this new this new season or this new series of, of the doctor. 
And but I do agree with with him in that that is one of the great things about Doctor Who is that it can it can regenerate itself. Mm-hmm. It can be reborn into a new character, and then nope. we get to know him. And um, yeah, I the thing is is I when I had Tom Baker as the Doctor. I mean, he was the doctor for many years. Yes, I know. I mean, long, long time. Yes, I know. I mean, I was growing up with him as my doctor. Yes, I know. And then one day he like changed. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I liked Peter Davidson. I must say, I do not, I still to this day, do not like Christopher Eccleston. No, it's you not know? very believable. It, he was, I mean, now, however, before David Tennant came along, and when Doctor Who, quote unquote, officially relaunched and I got you to watch it, you enjoyed it. Oh, no, and we absolutely. Both I did. It. Absolutely. I did. And and I think had he stayed on as the doctor, you know, that he would be my doctor. You know, that would that would be what I. But would we're relate so glad to this he show. Didn't. But David Tennant came on and. <sighs> They have written this doctor with a great personality and it's the first time ever I've seen him fall in love and that's just, I don't know. It, I don't, I can't explain it. Well, let's talk about. But I think that people know what I mean. Oh, there's People no, know what I'm trying to say, mm-hmm. even though I cannot explain it myself. So let's talk about the love of his life, Rose Tyler. Was it not awesome this this finale the the last three episodes yes the stolen earth or actually no started off first was turn turn left left. the stolen earth and then the journey's journey's end wow they were great they were awesome and rose each one better than the next or better than than the one before exactly it rose being in in through here Definitely, you know, the the walls being torn down between the different parallel universes and her helping Donna and to find her way. Really cool. That was awesome. And I just love the scene where finally Donna says, why don't you ask her yourself? Well, I love the way they set it up as if maybe they weren't going to connect. I know. I mean, they were setting it up that way, you know, when he's building his army and you've got the four people or, you know, he's not building it, but he's already built it and they're coming together. The former prime minister. The former prime minister. And I loved seeing Captain Jack again and, um, and Martha and who is the other? Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane. I don't know why I forgot her. I'm so sorry. Well, it's because Um, you weren't, you didn't watch it in the old series. But I've seen Sarah Jane before in the right, series. in the new series, yeah. So, um, and then she's like, I'm here. I came so far. And I you just, know. they really let you think that maybe they weren't going to cross paths for them. And, and then when, when Donna said, why don't you ask her yourself? I almost cried. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I'm like, I was, it was a very emotional moment. And then as they were running towards each other in slow motion, I don't know if anybody didn't see it coming, but right. it's like, it was quite clear that it's like, okay, this, something is going to keep them from embracing yeah. after this. That is just not going to happen. And right. of course, we see the Dalek and then Captain Jack Stupid comes. Stupid Daleks. Let me just say, I hate 
the Daleks. And there may be some people who really hate me now, and uh, I'm okay with right. that. I can handle it. But these people, or these, I guess they're not people, but they never die. No. Never. I don't even think they're dead now. I don't either. That's what's so ridiculous about the whole thing. Well, he, here's, the, here's the deal. <laughs> even if they are dead now... The fact is, is that Doctor Who can go in the past and they're I still know. alive. Exactly. <laughs> wow, uh, man. Anyway, so it it's all really fun. But yeah, so they're they're not going to meet and then, or they are going to meet and then you know that something's going to happen and they get him back to the TARDIS and he's going to regenerate. And she's like, no, you can't. We just, you know. Yes. <sighs> it was, it was moving. And it then was. of course. He he, something about his hand and regenerating. He back put and, the power into the hand or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was that was. Like but a, that was okay. built up for later. Yeah, and then of course the Doctor Donna. Doctor Donna. That was a cool scene. I enjoyed that. That was. You, that I was, liked when, I I really liked when he regenerated from the hand, and he's like, I talk like you. <laughs> I know. That was really cool. Shut up. <laughs> that was great. And I love that she was like programming all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And she was using all kinds of doctor talk. She's like, I understand it now. I really thought her head was going to explode. Yeah. Well, that's what they were showing. Yeah. That, but that, that would have been a little too um, fringe for me. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So... I and, and I love the fact that she's I was the best temp in right. Watch me, sixty words a minute. And she's starting to type. It was like a hundred, I think. Yeah, something like that. But uh yeah, it was it was it was excellent. I loved the the whole way that they ended. It could not have been written any better. I loved the whole idea of the earth all of a sudden and and, and how many other planets was there just sucked out of their place being put into a special twenty seven. Yeah. Being put into a special alignment to create the power to do all this right. other but stuff. But wasn't Donna the one who who pointed out the the other missing planets that had gone missing? Like one of them was like two thousand years ago, and one of them was a moon. It was yeah. a planet. Was yeah. that Donna who yeah. pointed those out? Okay, who was able to? She was constantly doubting herself, and I don't know. Always I mean, doubting herself. Seriously, with a mom like that, her mom. Yeah. Was, uh, serious nag. Um, anyway, and it's no wonder that she always doubted herself. Right. So the turn left episode was really good. It was really good. The fact that they went back and, and kind of showed what would have happened to the world had she not met the doctor Mm -hmm. and and not told him to move or to do whatever. I loved that they had, you know, they're referencing all of the, the past you know, Christmas specials and everything that had happened. And our kids were flipping out. They're like, what's that? You know, because they weren't catching on to the, to the references. Right. Good. Keep going. Well, I don't, that was it. Now I'm just okay. going to wait for you to answer his phone. I think it's probably chef Mark. Are you on the line? Hey guys. Hey. Um, yeah, I just, I, I'm so psyched about all of this. Cause it's funny. Cause just a few minutes ago, Cliff, you had said something about how none of the companions have ever died, but in turn left, we get to see, some of the companions die because Donna wasn't there. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, obviously we got to see Martha die in right. uh, on the moon in Smith and Jones, and then of course the in Voyage of the Damned, uh, um, Astrid. You know, right. all that. Yeah, yeah. I, it was 
I my my favorite thing is that you know here she is she she feels like she's worthless and all this other stuff, and it turns out that not she's brilliant. Not only is she brilliant, but she saves all of these universes, and she is so important that every single reference to the time, whatever, all points to her. All points to her. Every single bit of it. The, the shadow proclamation now will uh, <laughs> will keep her in all all eternity. The problem, though, is of course, unfortunately, everyone in the universe will know it, but the humans and of course herself, even. Yeah, that was the sad thing that that they took her back, and and now she'll go back to thinking she's just nobody special. I don't know. I don't think she will because um, the doctor told her mom to tell her. What? No. No. How special she was. Right, but not. Come on, people, catch up. Cliff said she's. Catch up with me, Mark. Cliff said she's going to go back to thinking she's nothing special, plain on ordinary Donna. But the doctor told her mom, "Why don't you know when she said she is? She is special. She is great. Well, why don't you tell her once in a while? I don't think she'll go back to being. She just won't know that she's special because she saved the universe. Exactly. Right. She'll just be loved the way she hadn't been before. Right. Right. That's right. And of course. Her grandfather, of course, will know and will yeah. and will always sort of keep that. But I, I love how they brought that full circle all the way from Voyage of the Damned, where yeah. he was first, first introduced, and then you know when we got to actually meet Donna and and that whole series throughout there. He's kind of like they. It was brilliant how they wrote him in there. It, it was. I, I matter of fact, the grandfather is probably among one of my favorite characters in yeah. in in the series this year and. Well, going back to when we first met him. And, you know, apparently Bernard Cribbins, uh, the actor who plays the grandfather, had been in several of the Doctor Who episodes back in the day. Oh, really? That's cool to know. That is yeah. very cool to know. Yeah, back in the 70s, I guess. So what was your favorite thing? I mean, I, I loved seeing so many people. You know, the Doctor's always talking about how alone he is. And yeah, I, I loved, I mean, for me, I, I used to, you know, I, I, as a comic book fan, I used to love the, um, the annuals. And the annuals every year would always bring together, like, all of the cast of characters to fight the bad guys. You know, I used to love those. You know, like, I used to love when they would bring, like, 30 different superheroes together. So for me, it was so amazing to see all the companions. Yeah. Um, and to see that they each had their special thing. And that, you know, like, you thought that there was going to be this thing between uh, Rose and Martha. And there wasn't at all. Like, it was just so cool because Martha had completely gotten over the Doctor. But she was so loyal to him as a companion, but not as someone who still loved him. Yeah. I, yeah, I totally agree with that. And, and let's not forget, and we have not mentioned yet the most important companion of all. And it's not Romana. Prime Minister. It, it is, it is not Romana, but instead somebody who reminds me of Romana. And that is our dear friend K nine. <laughs> Come on, you can't. You we cannot diss K nine. K nine by far I'm not dissing K nine. Best companion it. ever that the doctors ever had. I literally, as a child, I cried when he got when he stayed with Romana. When the doctor probably also liked went on Battlestar Galactica or on uh, uh-huh. sorry, on Buck Rogers in the twenty fifth century. You probably liked that little robot dude too, didn't you? I never watched that. Oh, okay. Well, he was very. He was like the the non canine canine. He was a little robot. There was the companion for Buck Rogers in the twenty fifth century. Yeah, I, I. But canine was calculating. Yes, master. 
I love I loved K9. <laughs> K9 K9 was awesome. And of course, you know, Captain Jack as always was Johnny on the spot. Like oh, yeah. for right. every, every little thing that needed to be done, he was there. He knew what to do and he just had some of the best lines. My favorite was when finally when the doctor comes, you think they're all going to be fawning over him and Captain Jack's like, "Where have you been?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got a question for you. You you watch Torchwood, right? Absolutely. So, I, I love I I love it even more than the Doctor in certain ways. Yeah. Let me ask you: Did they bring Did they bring Torchwood into this? Because it that, that's I, I've never seen a single episode of Torchwood, but it seemed oh, yeah. to me well, Glenn and Yanto. Yeah. Who were in both both shows? That's what I really loved was that everyone left in Torchwood. Unfortunately, two of the members of Torchwood had been killed. But Gwen and Yanto were very important parts of that. And as you know, Gwen, uh, the actress who played Gwen, had been uh, a guest star um, two seasons ago when they did the, the um, when was it? The, Cy- it was like, the Cyberman one? It was before the Cyberman. It was, it was during that, like, uh, London, yeah, the Dickens, the Dickens uh, episode where she was the, the chambermaid. Well, that, that actress is, the uh, you know, Eve, whatever her name is, uh, plays, uh, Gwen, and they actually tied it back in. Um, like, they gave a reference in this episode that, that made it clear that that was, like, her great-grandmother or something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I heard that reference, and it didn't. It really didn't register with me, but now that you say it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and also I think, you know, they, they left a reference that, uh, that possibly, um, that Martha and possibly Mickey might come back and actually, you know, be members of Torchwood, which would be really great because, you know, they lost two of their members. Right. So I just love it, love it, love it if Martha was in Torchwood because she she and uh, Captain Jack have a really amazing um, chemistry. Very cool. All righty. Anything else you wanted to add before Stephanie and I wrap it up here, Mark? Nope. Just love, love, love the episode. Well, they were great. Well, we appreciate you calling in, Chef Mark. It was right. really a pleasure to have you with us. All right, so we are running right at forty-one minutes already. Right. Can you believe right. that? Yeah, I the, can. I, you know, the thing is, is, is we could literally talk about every forever. episode forever, forever. But we just want to say how enjoyable, how refreshing was to to really finally get the opportunity and the time to make Doctor Who a priority in our family again, and to sit down and enjoy it. And the fact that our kids love Doctor mm-hmm. Who. That there's something that warms my heart about that. Something that I loved as a kid. My kids at at the age that I was when they were and right. the whole. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. It just right. there's just something about it. Although I have to say that I was um I was heartbroken when the doctor took Rose back to the beach. Oh yeah. Left her there with that other him. That other him. Because she's in love with him. Him, the not the him? other him. And, you know, she'll go on and she'll forget about the doctor because she has the doctor. Yeah. And he got back in the TARDIS alone at the end of the episode. And I was heartbroken because here's the thing. I'm a girl and I'm a sucker for a little bit of romance on the show. Right. And I just feel like they slammed that door in my face. Yes, they did. You, you To bring them together and then not have... The whole doctor uh, with Rose. That yeah. just didn't seem right. And then he had to stand there and watch her kiss the other him. I mean, that was just cruel. Yeah. 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 That's Very. one of the reasons that I started to fall in love with the new series of, of Doctor Who was because they wrote in a love story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it can 
it well, and the love brings a lot to the to the story and and the love story was still there all the way up no, through this. I know, and it, I think that it will. Although I don't think that that they'll bring Rose back, I hope that they don't let us forget that the doctor will always be in love with her. Right. You're reading something now and not listening to no, me. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. You're not reading or you're not listening. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> you want to go to some feedback that we got? Sure. All right. Here's one. I think. Hi, Steph. Hi, Cliff. This is a uh, Mark from Manchester, England. I'm just sending this in. Um, first time I've ever done this for a podcast or anything. But um, I'm just uh, I want to say I love the show. Um, your podcasts are brilliant and uh, very funny, I think, as well. Especially when Steph gets the TARDIS right. <laughs> um, I'm just uh, going to tell you a little spoiler for Christmas. I don't know if you know, but the Christmas episode is going to be called uh, The Next Doctor, which sounds quite interesting, really. It's obviously going to have the Cybermen in as well. Um, that's all I wanted to say, really, for my first one. Um, keep up the good work. I listen on the free um, feed at the minute because I don't really know how the plus works over here. But hopefully I'll get it started soon. Thanks very much. Bye. All right. Thank you so much, Mark. Mark. And and thank you for for the man. That's the first time he's ever called into feedback for any show. And and I think that's totally awesome. And he he has a question. How does the free feed work? And of course, we are on episode number. What are we on? I don't know. I, I, I said at the beginning of the show. I can tell you real quick. We're on episode number 17, uh, episode number 16 and episode number 14 and episode number 12. We're all plus member only podcast. So there are three episodes out there that plus members only have access to. And basically how it works is you get um, free listener. People who are subscribed to the free feed get every other episode. Those who are plus members get every single ups- yeah. episode. If you subscribe in iTunes or whatever, there is a special feed that you get. I help walk you through the process. In fact, there's a video that walks you through the process. All the details can be found at gspn.tv slash plus. They can. So now, of course, how can much... How What? Go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. How much content is there really going to be of the Doctor Who fan podcast between now and, well, whenever? I'm not quite sure. I mean, There will be a Christmas episode. <laughs> there will be a Christmas episode. We will podcast about it. Um, the thing is, is I have episode or seasons one through 26 of the original Doctor Who. Not going to happen. I know Stephanie says she's not going to watch it. That's fine. But I'm thinking I might go back and and watch some episodes, you know, whenever I'm just bored at night and have nothing to do. Probably in between other shows or one like during holidays and stuff. Right. I don't know. I, I'm dreaming. Okay. But I'd love to record some stuff on some of the old shows, just just whatever. So, but we do have a lot of shows that we produce here we at gspn.tv and and recognize that we are we just covered the last four of the season. Mm-hmm. It would be a perfect time to invite you to check out gspn.tv. That stands for Generally Speaking Production Network. gspn.tv. And if you go to gspn.tv, just scroll through. You'll see entertainment podcasts. Uh, you'll see family podcasts. You'll see faith podcasts. You'll see technology podcasts. Those are all produced by either myself or Stephanie. And we have a ton of shows, and we really want to encourage you. And a ton of fun. Exactly. A ton of fun. And, uh, yeah. I just wanted to comment on Mark's call and say that it was the most enjoyable 10 days not having to do the dishes. Oh, yes. 
I kept up my bargain. The most enjoyable 10 days. And um, I was able to focus on the rest of the house in the meantime because I was not constantly washing dishes after my children. And um, so thank you for upholding your end of the deal. You you really had, in that episode... You really gave me a hard time saying, I'll believe it when I see it. Exactly. And I'm telling you, thank you for... You're welcome. I'm giving you the credit that you are due. Yeah, I know. Don't push it. <laughs> I'll take it back. I got you. And um, so now I'm constantly begging him to make another wager with me. <laughs> Please, you can make it a good one, but yeah. That is funny. Well, so anyway. we'll see. I have, I've helped you several days with the dishes, even beyond the yes. 10 days, so... With that, oh, you know what? We're not done yet. We're, let's just run this one out for another few minutes. Um, so that that one we've covered. Right. Um, let's uh, go to some more voicemails first. Hey, Stephanie and Cliff. This oh, is wow. Professor that's, Allen calling this is long. the Doctor Who podcast, specific series four finale. Don't know how far you two have gotten in watching the series. Maybe some spoilers in here, so be mindful of, of when you play this, but... I just love the way this show pulls things together or gives clues along the way of where they're going. We had Rose appearing all season long, gave us some intrigue. There's, there were direct references. If you go back to the Pompeii episode, remember the seers were always perfectly accurate. They knew about the doctor, about Gallifrey. Well, in that episode, one of the seers tells them, there's something on your back. She spins around, there's nothing, the episode goes on kind of a weird 10 seconds. Now that was episode wow. two of the season, and that didn't pay off till episode 11. And that's the way this series has worked from the start. I wonder if introducing us to River Song in episode eight maybe should have told us where they were going to end this season as far as the You remember the first season. The Eccleston season was all about Bad Wolf. And they did sort of wrap forward through here and see if it got better no oh gosh that was a four minute message professor allen i'm so sorry there's tons and and let me just see if the last minute of it might even work no no professor allen i i'm heartbroken over that one i you actually it's five minutes in length and i feel i feel extremely obviously it's not my anything I could cover right. is sound like either a, a cell phone or a cordless phone that was going out. Oh goodness! Oh, it looks like he called back even in for another minute. Let's see if he got a better connection. It's Professor Allen, wrapping up my Doctor Who comments. Now I I, I put around a little uh, bit. Yeah. Uh, wow. That, uh, Professor Allen, I I I hope that you'll you'll understand I, and. Gosh, I feel bad. Well, Stephanie, let's let's wrap this up. Uh, that's another message. This is the one that we are not to break the seal on until after the finale. Stephanie, read to us from Hannah V. I wanted to tell you that David Tennant has made his decision, and the BBC um, knows. And the BBC knows whether he is staying or leaving. David Tennant at one point said he wanted a Doctor Who movie, and if that happened, he would stay for four more years. Oh, series. 
Um, but Tennant loves being Doctor Who, but eventually he is going to have to leave. There you are. No one knows for sure. Not even the BBC. And this was on the twenty third okay, so of October. So this ago. was before. Gotcha. I love her. She always sends um, signs her not always, but most of the time signs her emails. Your continental friend. Yep. And I love that. Yep. And then this comes from Willie Hanley or Hanley says, hey, guys, I love your Doctor Who fan podcast. I was listening to episode number one, and I'm almost 100 percent sure that the the master is the doctor's brother. I think that's why the doctor was so sad when he died. But I didn't watch the old series, so I don't know if the doctor thought the master was dead. I don't know. So you email me back and let me know if you agree or disagree. And I said, good question. I've not heard that theory before. Um, I'm reading my own response because I've got to remember what I wrote back on October 25th. I watched since I was a kid, but never thought of the interactions as they, their interactions between the doctor and the master as though that they were like brothers, even brothers who hate each other. Uh, I always thought that the doctor simply never would just simply never kill another time Lord. And that's my and, and, and I think he was more personally, I think his sadness is due to the fact that for so long in this entire new series, new, you know, this new transition of Doctor Who, he is alone. He's the last of his kind. And I don't think it was. Um, uh, yes, Chef Mark says he is his brother in the sense that they were of the same race, the same time lords. And, and I think that that is more of it. But um, I think what Willie was saying, though, is is that he thought maybe biological brother. Um, but uh, there's still more to learn about the doctor in his past and things we don't know. Yes, there are. <sighs> but anyway, folks, thank you for listening to the Doctor Who Fan Podcast. I'm certain that there'll be more episodes coming soon. Um, You know, just not sure when. Check out some of our other shows. Stay subscribed to this one, though. That's for sure. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Oh, by the way, if you want to talk about Doctor Who, there's a forum over at gspn.tv slash forum. And there is a section devoted to Doctor Who. And we'd love to interact with you and have conversations there. All the people you heard on today's show... And many more are posting there on a regular basis. And so we invite you to go to gspn.tv slash form and join Join the the community. We almost got it right. You said it differently that time.